Um, hello. Hi. This, <laughs> this is Chelsea. And this is Ryan. And this is what trains are made of. A Lizzie McGuire enthusiast podcast. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and be better about giving a little yeah, intro to that. So basically, yeah, this is a podcast where we talk about, yeah, you guessed right, Lizzie McGuire. Um... <laughs> Uh, we recap the episodes from the series, um, the original series, and then just uh, shoot the shit, you know? Just talk. <laughs> we try and relate from our young years. Okay, so something I thought about, because there's an episode where we talk about, or I bring up Cooper pooping in the tub, and that happened again. So, um two different podcast nights when we record um but i'm proud of myself because i saw it all in action or maybe that makes it worse (laughs) and you joined in the fun you went and pooped in the tub also yeah uh uh-huh i was like wait 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 for me um Mm -hmm. (laughs) mother son date (laughs) no essentially in the tub i i was like putting lotion on my face or something like i I was paying attention to him because i could tell Something was kind of up with him because he was, kind of <laughs> <laughs> but so I was kind of watching him, kind of putting on, you know, like I said, lotion and stuff, and then heard him do his little like, uh, you know, thing he does, and then um, yeah, <laughs> and I look and he's he's luckily he wasn't sitting down, he was like leaned over because he was like doing something, and so it perfectly came out and like, you know, plopped, and he was about to like sit on it though, and I went and swooped on him um nice before he did so it, it stayed you know a perfect little turd uh in the tub and luckily the water wasn't high or anything because it was already kind of draining i guess but um yeah isn't that funny how babies they always poop in a diapers and you sort of forget that they make perfect little mm-hmm. like yeah you know, grown-up poops smushed you know? up in there yeah mm-hmm yeah so it was a beautiful poop. it was perfect yeah and you know i was happy to swoop on him and then yeah it was not easy cleanup so um but anyway i gave him the nod of approval and mm-hmm. a thumbs up i wanted him to know i was proud mm-hmm. sorry um if that's tmi for some people some people are like i don't want to know about your baby's poop i don't want to know that ryan time, is but... proud of his son's poop <laughs> <laughs> tell me about all the poop leave ryan's uh, feelings out of it <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that happened today and, um, we're moving this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really exciting because yeah, we'll get two bedroom, two bath. Mm -hmm. Um, super stoked. Still going to be here. We're barely, we're crossing over the threshold. It's literally like a street ish away. And now we'll be in Irvine up until this point. We've always been in Tustin, which everyone assumes we live in Irvine anyway, which has always been kind of annoying to us. But now we will officially be in Irvine. We're just, I'm just stoked. And, okay, stuff you don't think about pre-baby, but I'm just so effing stoked to not live on a street where people drive. Um, (laughs) Because, yeah, it's so fucking annoying when loud-ass cars, you know, and we, our apartment's on a street where people shouldn't be loud driving on it. So people are trying to be assholes, like, you know, for whatever reason. No, they're trying to be sweet. 
they don't think they're being a-holes at all they're just like yeah you know i got this sick exhaust and uh mm, right. yeah there's there's this fucking dude who has uh and well whatever i'm not gonna say what car it is because some people be like oh <laughs> they're that, gonna that, come that, and that's murder a, us this is a car no i think some people be like oh this is a car though anyway he's got an expensive car and he made it really really loud the most annoying thing about this car is that it downshifts itself so the guy is just pulling into the apartments and the car is going wah, wah, wah. okay don't do that jeez you're hurting my ears well whatever but it does it right look at that yeah i know i clipped the system jeez it's all good well that's that's the thing this dude drives past and yeah, clips our system a lot it's super annoying and yeah. he's slowing down right by our window mm-hmm. because the entrance to mm-hmm. the condos across the street are like you know whatever 50 yards away from yeah. our window so yeah okay anyways all that to say if you are you know don't live in apartments with a small baby if you can avoid it no i'm just kidding a lot of people have to do that um and obviously we still have to do it we're gonna live in apartments now but now are i mean still but now the apartments we're moving into we got kind of lucky in the spot we're in is not facing a street at all and uh we're sandwiched in between yeah basically it's just gonna be way better in coop's room i mean it'll be sandwiched in between us and okay sorry tmi whatever point is is we're stoked two bathrooms two bed um and man i just can't wait so that's happening this weekend um yeah so hopefully i'll be able to edit this in time and get it up by next friday yeah just do it believe in myself okay jack of all trades that is the name of this episode so we're opening uh in science class mr pettis's science class and he's handing out tests i'm saying with air quotes um we find out it's called the career aptitude test and um lizzie's worried and so she's like are you sure this isn't gonna be graded you know asking gordo and he's telling her no no don't worry it's not like that um he says put how you feel and in that moment miranda is touching under the desk and she's like i feel gum (laughs) which is gross um it's gross they make one of those like drop noises or something a goop noise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then inner lizzie like how we feel and she's sitting with like her legs crossed and doing like kind of like a yoga style pose i guess and she's like how we feel doesn't that sound a little new agey Ooh, do i smell incense <laughs> and i was like it's kind of messed <laughs> which really just tells you everything about her parents because in real life children don't have opinions about things like this right right i was like i would never have thought that but also like when gordo like rewatching this as an adult when he says like put how you feel i like love that i'm like oh yeah cool that's awesome and then she's like how i feel you know gets all weird about it and i'm like that's how i live my life is basing everything off of how i feel (laughs) but anyway um and then gordo's explaining explaining more and he just says like the test is supposed to see what might be a good career for us or something like that i didn't write down exactly what he says but just explaining more that you know it's about finding out their future careers um okay so then mr pettis is telling them how to fill in the bubble this part's funny to me i i totally remember this but he's like saying don't do this you know like a cross don't do a check mark get to fill in all the way and um inner lizzie's like we've been filling out test bubbles since like kindergarten yeah and and inner lizzie's like crawling on a bubble and then 
Um, and then Gordo said something snarky, like, out loud to, I think he's just saying it's, like, Lizzie and Miranda, but he's saying, like, they expect us to know the square root of 184, but they don't think we can fill out a bubble, something weird. And then Mr. Pettis hears this, and he's like, save your sarcasm for whatever, Mr. Gordon, I don't know, whatever. The point is, is Gordo's being kind of a shit, and the teacher hears him. I want to point that out, because I think that kind of plays into the rest of the episode, but anyway, um, and then when Mr. Pettis says this to Gordo, or like, comes back at him, that he's like, begin! And then inner Lizzie, the bubble pops under her, and she's like, like, falls, and then it's opening credits. <laughs> okay, so now they're leaving the class, uh, and Gordo is, like, they're, like, walking by other, like, classmates, and he's saying, like, he's basically talking about, like, oh, you know, look at these suckers, like, I forget what he says, but he's... He says, all of these people think they're going to be the next Bill Gates, but really they're going to be working at the scrunchy card at the mall. Yeah. Gordo's talking hard crap. I know. Well, and then, and then Miranda's like, I like the scrunchy card or something. Hey, me too. Dude, as a kid, there was a scrunchy thing like that, like a whole cart, like a whole little thing. Is that what they call like a cart? They're called something, but anyways. Kiosk. Kiosk. There we go. It was a scrunchy kiosk at the Redlands. Stupid Gordo doesn't know what a kiosk is. Market night. I don't think he says cart, though. He says cart. Okay, anyways. So, there's a Redlands market night. There used to be a scrunchy kiosk and, like... I don't think that's a kiosk at market night. Oh, what is it called there? Then it's a booth. Oh, booth. Okay. So, there's a scrunchy booth. And so, this is when I was a kid. So, scrunchies were, like... You know, this is the 90s and i would like love and beg like for dad sadell to take me to market night if i ever say dad sadell everyone i'm talking about my stepdad <laughs> I, call, I grew up just calling him dad sadell when i'd refer to him because i just yeah grew up with like two different dads so anyways dad sadell i would beg him to take me um just to look at all the scrunchies anyway so i like when miranda's like i like the scrunchie card i'm like me too <laughs> i went through a scrunchie phase are you serious with my long hair you oh were yeah with yeah, me. yeah well i think i gave you scrunchies yeah you did because you were complaining about your hair being ripped out with the other kinds of ponies i don't know man you're really hijacking my story here you do that to me all the time hijack your story you hijack no i inter- <laughs> i interrupt you because you don't breathe in between sentences That's true. <laughs> <laughs> i know listening back to myself i'm like i need to calm down <laughs> no i'm just kidding i just Some, talk like this all the time sometimes i just gotta get in there you know okay i know i just i don't want to sometimes i don't want to hear your story so i just kind of have to <laughs> <laughs> move on. you'll take a while to tell a story sometimes somebody wants to hear my story okay, the same then. way somebody wants to see gordo's butt oh yeah okay i'm moving on the scrunchy thing doesn't matter okay anyways so when gordo's talking crap about kids thinking they're gonna be bill gates and instead they're probably just gonna work at the cart at the mall whatever um lizzie's saying like oh you know trying to say that's not the case for you gordo you're gonna you know go anywhere like college where i think she's talking do whatever you want blah 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 and he is saying that that's not true because mr pettis is out for him doesn't um yeah he says that his straight A streak is over. He's been only getting B's now in science. and On he, assignments, not term grades. Yeah, yeah. So, and Just then, everybody knows. So he's, yeah. He still has a shot yeah. at straight A's. So, yeah, he says his straight A streak is over. And then Lizzie's like, hold up. And then this noise goes like, Err! 
court? And then she's like, can I have a minute to process? I mean, if Gordo doesn't even get an A in science, what hope is there for the rest of us? And then Gordo was assuring her, saying that that's not the case for everyone. It's just that Mr. Pettis hates him. And he's like saying, he's trying to ask, he's asking Lizzie and Miranda if if there's something about him, you know, that would make Mr. Pettis hate him. And he's like listing off some things. He's like, like if I had like a twin growing out of my side and he's like, and then he pauses and the girls are just staring at him and then he's like, or a unibrow. And they both go, ew, to that, which I think is so funny. Yeah, the first thing he says is a giant infected zit. Yeah, yeah, that. And then he says, and then the next was a twin growing out of his side. Okay, so which is crazy because Candy Dessler totally has a unibrow. (sighs) That's not true. It's very true. Okay. Anyway, Um, okay. So now we're back at home, and the parents are saying how they took the career aptitude test, and you know they're saying, and then Lizzie's like, "You did," and they're saying the things that they were supposed to do i think it's funny that the dad says yeah your mom was supposed to be a rock and roll diva with a something you know crazy big shoe collection and lizzie's like whoa mom like you dropped all that for us like or you gave all that up for us way to prioritize and the mom's (laughs) like don't you forget it (laughs) which i love just because it's so ridiculous but and then the dad says something how he has like there he was supposed to like that test told him he had great he says like engineering skills or like maintenance skills or something like where he makes you know good with his hands kind of thing and the mom kind of makes fun of him for like not finishing a project that's been sitting in their kitchen a microwave cart yeah which is that a thing that people have yeah when she says that i'm always confused by that but anyway a cart for your microwave as in you cart your microwave around your home okay so then matt approaches who does that let me do the Matt story. Let me do the B story. Really? Yeah, come on. The B story's stupid. I know. I was going to. Let's just knock it out. So Matt <laughs> decides that there's too many mats in his class. So he's going to take on. Five mats. Was it five? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's one million mats in his class. So he decides he's going to take on a new persona, which is supposed to be like gangster or something. And uh, so he decides that. Everybody should call him M-Dog. And then he starts wearing a do-rag. And it's never funny once. I don't know. There's a funny part where he's yeah trying to wear a do-rag or something. And then Lizzie's like, I don't think Snoop wears cranberry. <laughs> Which I think... Because the, the, the do-rag, supposedly, that Matt's trying to wear is, yeah, that color, I guess. Lizzie's definitely got some zingers on him. But I'm saying Matt in his persona that whole bit is never funny once yeah and that's the end of the b story i don't know Oh no the end is that he gets over it okay so back at school lizzie wants to get to science class really fast her and uh miranda and gordo are in the hallway and miranda's like why are you trying to get to science class and she's just excited to see what she got on like a paper i guess that they wrote you know or that they turned in and Gordo is saying how it doesn't matter for him because Mr. Pettis, you know, hates him. So it doesn't matter. He already knows his grade isn't going to be very good. So they get to class and their papers are out. And Lizzie gets a B plus, which she is stoked about. It's pretty like standard for her. And we see that Gordo gets a B. Um, so he shows Lizzie like, hey, look, see, you know, so I'm talking about. And she's looking over the paper and she says like, you know, Gordo, this is an A plus paper. She said, this must be a mistake. That's what she says. 
And he does point out that he didn't include things like in it that he probably should have included. Coriolis effect. Yeah. But he I says, learned about that in school. Uh, cool. Um, but yeah, he says that he didn't include that stuff because it doesn't matter. Like, why should he try that hard? Because he knows he's just going to get a B or not get the grades he deserves. Um, so Gordo went into it half ass. Yeah. That part's kind of weird to me, though, because she she's looking at that paper, looking at it compared to hers and knowing that his is better. Yet she got a B plus and he got a B. I think that's kind of weird for a teacher to do that. For a te- This will come up later, so maybe I shouldn't say it now. I was going to say that the teacher... Yeah, yeah I'll wait. Skip it. I'll wait till we get to the end. But anyway, yeah, the B story stuff that I wrote down for no reason. Um, okay. The B story almost never has anything to do with the A story. I know. So you should just let me knock it out. My friend, Carrie Ann. Sorry, Carrie Ann. I'm going to put you on blast. She called me... Well, she called me to talk about something else, but she said she was listening to the podcast. And she's listened to a few episodes now, and she said that every time we were saying bee story, she thought we meant bees, like actual insect bees. And it, she was confused, but she was like, oh, okay, I guess there's always these bees. Mm-hmm. There's Lizzie, Gordo, Miranda, Inner Lizzie, and the uh, bees. Yeah, I love Carrie Ann. Anyway, but she says she's fine. And I was like, oh man, like oh what if other people are confused i never really explained that well and then she was like no it makes perfect sense that you're saying bee story <laughs> she was like my brain just went to bees okay, anyway um yeah so like i said skipping over the bee story all right so back at school back in science class this whole episode is just based in science class basically but the days are passing and they're just kind of always back in science class so um mr pettis is telling them to get ready for their brain projects they're going to turn in um and he's handing out the career aptitude test results and you know lizzie is there was something funny that she says darn i don't remember well anyway and then miranda says she doesn't care what she does as long as she makes a lot of money (laughs) um and anyway so then they get oh i don't remember yeah, Miranda says her passion is money. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of my passions is money. Because mm-hmm. Gordo's like, I thought you wanted to do something that... Anyways, I forget. Okay, anyway, so Miranda sees that her result is she's going to be a Navy SEAL. Um, and then Lizzie... Cuts to Miranda doing one-arm push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lizzie, it says cosmetologist. Cuts to Lizzie working with a on... a gross foot. Yeah, it's like a toe mm-hmm. with basically a twin toe growing <laughs> off of it. And she's like, ah, I'm mm-hmm. like screaming. And then Gordo, blackjack dealer, womp, um, womp, which womp. really pisses him off. And then it sh- cuts to him like dealing Miranda in her Navy SEAL outfit and Miranda, I mean, and Lizzie in her cosmetologist outfit playing blackjack. Um, so yeah, they're all bummed. Anyway, so now back at home, three-way call per use for the three of them. And Miranda's saying there's no way she's going to be a Navy SEAL because she's not getting her hair wet. Um, She stresses that multiple times. And then Lizzie says something about, oh, she says something about, 
she's good at doing French braids and that's cool for cosmetology or whatever. But, um, and then Gordo's like, Hey, Monica and Rachel, can we talk about something other than hair? <laughs> like how I'm supposed to be a blackjack dealer. I just, I want to write that down. I think it's funny. He says Monica and Rachel, like friends reference. It's kind of a bummer reference. Why is, why is that the summation of Monica and Rachel? No, I know. I guess I, Yeah. It bugs me. There's a few times where Gordo, Gordo is definitely weird with them about, like, girl stuff, you know? And I, that that will always bug me, and that always has bugged me. I was trying to look at it, though, like, I mean, I love Monica and Rachel. And so, I just was kind of like, oh, yeah. And they're, like, like, I wasn't really thinking about the hair thing being a bummer. Um, I just thought it was like a, I don't know, because I like Monica and Rachel, and I like Lizzie and Miranda, so... Yeah, Monica and Rachel are tight. Yeah, so I was looking at it like that. But Gordo is definitely annoying sometimes about girl stuff, um, which is lame. But we got to remind ourselves this was a different time, I guess, where people thought that was more okay to, I don't know, write, only, write stuff like that in there. He's only early 2000s woke. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. He's pretty woke for the time. That's true. But That's very true. Early 2000s woke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so... Okay, yeah, so this is kind of the B story. That's why I was saying some stuff intertwines here. So it's Lizzie's doing her brain project. Our friend the brain. Yeah, exactly. Which her paper earlier said our friend the dolphin, the one that she got handed back. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. That and she was like, if I did Gordo's paper, it'd be called our, our friend, friend the, the ocean. ocean. <laughs> yeah, so I love that. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. This part's kind of funny, though, too. So the parents, you know, because they were trying to figure out how to get Matt to not be called m-dog and so they decide to they tell him like hey matt come here you know they're gonna watch a movie and they're like oh hey just so you know like only refer to me the dad's like only refer to me as dd and the mom's like yeah and call me mew mew they don't say matt they say hey m-dog you're right you're right and then um that's how the whole thing starts no up. i know matt won't respond to them anyone in the whole episode unless they call him m-dog um but anyway and so, and he's like, I, I have to call you that. And they're like, yeah, like, just like when you were little, that's what you called us. Um, so yeah, Matt starts to get bummed because, you know, now they're, they're getting up on his name game there. Um, okay. So now Gordo calls Lizzie, trust Lizzie. And he tells her that she'll be turning in his project with her name on it. Cause he says that he worked really hard on his project and he thinks it's really, really good. Uh, Lizzie doesn't understand why he would want to do this, but he says that he just can't stand the thought of this project. He worked really hard on getting a B, um, as opposed to, um, if she got it, it, sh it would probably get the A it deserves is what he's trying to say. And she's reluctant. She says she'll have to think about it. So they hang up. Okay. So now we're at school and Miranda and Lizzie join each other in the hall and they're showing each other their brain projects and <laughs> I don't know, Lizzie says something kind of funny about, she's like, I don't know how all this brain stuff's going to help me with my cosmetology. Uh, <laughs> and Miranda says something again. Oh, she says she figures out a way to get out of the, doing the Navy SEAL. She's going to say that she can't swim. Gordo joins them and they're asking where his project is. He says he has to put it, he had to put it in a closet or yeah, because it was too big for his locker. And I don't know, he's being whiny about something. He keeps, I don't know, he's going off about something. And then Lizzie's like, fine, I'll turn in your project. And he's like, really? You know, like super happy. So then he takes them to go see the project in the closet. Um, and yeah, he's like 
showing them it and they're like whoa this is like amazing you know and then he warns lizzie don't press too many buttons i think at once he says just you can't press all the buttons because that's not good she's like well what will happen and he's like well i don't know but it won't be good or something just for the visual it's a giant yeah yeah goopy brain model with lights and buttons on it so you press a button and a part of the brain lights Mm -hmm. up yeah yeah so he says don't press all the buttons because it would turn on all the lights at the same time okay so yeah they agree they switch the projects so now it's a different day again they're in science um and now they're getting their grades back for the brain projects gordo gets a c for lizzie's our friend the brain poster um and lizzie's like ah like that is a b you know project or whatever she's like i should know i get b's all the time and he's like like it's my b or he's like it's my c like don't worry you know and then um yeah she's kind of umphy about that uh and then mr pettis tells uh, lizzie she got an a plus for the brain model and he is starting to praise her in front of everyone like saying hey everyone this is an a plus project you know and starts going off about how awesome lizzie is for this um and you know inner lizzie start it says like maybe i should have thought about this or something um like that and then mr pettis asks her if she's interested in a career in neurology so then gordo freaks out so after he asks lizzie asks lizzie this gordo's like neurology neurology how about cosmetology <laughs> he's actually kind of an a-hole right here yeah he's, he's pretty salty yeah and he's like this brain is mine 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 i built it every lobe every something i didn't understand the word he says fissure yeah i didn't know what that it's basically like a butt crack oh okay you know all those little brain butt cracks the wrinkles mm-hmm. yeah he's like me yo moi I don't know why he says you, but anyways, uh, while everyone else was at the water park trading beanie babies, I was slaving away like Igor and I can prove it. And then he starts like pressing a button and explaining what it is. And he's totally going after the teacher the whole time. Every time he like presses a button and is explaining it, he's basically saying something to. Yeah. He presses one. He says, this part of the brain controls your ears. And I know that because I'm the only one that listens to your lectures. lectures. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So he does a few of those where he's taking jabs at the teacher while explaining, you know, this. Okay. So anyways, um, and then he says something. One of the last things he said is, says is, the man is trying to keep me down. (laughs) Anyways, I thought that was funny. Okay. So then the teacher's like, your brain is getting hot and then gordo like feels his forehead and he's like no you're not your brain like your brain model or whatever and then gordo's like oh it's because you're not supposed to press all the buttons anyways brain explodes um and just this gross disgusting goop gets everywhere on gordo lizzie oh because at some point when gordo is doing his little rant talking shit he talks shit again on lizzie and the cosmetology thing um, while he's pressing the button so she comes up she's like ah and then like runs up there so that's why she's standing there now so her and mr pettis and gordo get covered in this brain goop it's a classic lizzie goop episode Uh, yeah this is a thing that happens kind of regularly people get gooped okay so mr pettis excuses the class um but tells gordo he has to stay and then he tells Lizzie as she's walking away, like, we'll talk about your plagiarism later, Mrs. McGuire, or Miss McGuire. And she's like, ah, oh, plagiarism, you know. <laughs> he 
He says, um, yeah, that's what it's called when you turn someone else's work in or something. Okay, so yeah, Gordo and him are in class still talking. And the whole time that they're talking, Miranda and Lizzie are trying to listen. I don't really get why or what the purpose is of that. But anyways, they're trying to listen through the door. And like, anyway, so Gordo explains or tries to tell him like Lizzie, like I'm, I told Lizzie to turn that in and he's kind of explaining why. Okay. I didn't write down their whole conversation because it's just a lot, but basically Mr. Pettis says, I, I was giving you bees because I could tell, or basically, I think he says something like basically <clears throat> Gordo's work started lacking or, you know, he was slacking a little bit with each new assignment. I think so. He said he was giving him bees to try and motivate him, which I guess did the opposite to Gordo. Um, yeah. Cause Mr. Pettis gave Gordo an A minus right at the beginning of the term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. And Gordo's like my first and only A minus or something. Yeah, which uh, mm-hmm. really kind of proves uh, what a lightweight Gordo is. He's he's, <sighs> he's actually just, you know, as much as he throws salt in people's game and stuff, mm-hmm. he's a pretty sensitive kid. Yeah. Because it totally broke his spirit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, know? for like, sure. Not resilient in, in this episode. Right. Oh, yeah. Mr. Pettis says he gives him bees to keep him from coasting. That's what it is. And at some point, he says, I'm hoping your reach will always exceed your grasp. Um, anyways, and, and Gordo at some point is like, oh, well, if you think bad grades motivate me, why don't you just expel me then? And Mr. Pettis is like, um, what would you do to m- motivate like a student that had a bunch of like all the potential in the world and then Gordo's like all the potential in the world like I don't know if you knew or I don't know basically brings up the career aptitude test and says he's supposed to be a blackjack dealer and the teacher tells him that that test is bogus like you know it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything like that and teacher says that when he took it it said he was going to be a rodeo clown Mm -hmm. and I forget how this part okay really quickly this thing I wanted to point out that I was saying kind of in the beginning where they have those papers and Lizzie has a B plus and Gordo has a B. And I was saying, now this is explained that the teacher is trying to motivate Gordo to try harder because he knows Gordo has the potential, right? So he said, so the thing that I'm finding odd about that though, is like a good paper is a good paper, whether or not it's like, I think that's kind of BS to, to give a student like Lizzie, like, oh, this is her best. So she gets a B plus. And then it's like Gordo. It's like he wrote a better paper than Lizzie. Right. I mean, what Lizzie, this is judging like Lizzie's right when she says like your paper was worth more than, you know, better grade than mine. Um, and he gave Gordo a B. I'm saying that's a fucked up thing to do. Like that's a bad way, I think, to grade. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like good papers. Like I get that. I don't know. Or maybe the teacher's really cool and smart for doing that. I don't know. Like, no, knowing Gordo's he, worth more than that? I don't no, know. he's a turd, and he's being right? super lazy. Yeah, like, I just would like... If he's saying he wants to motivate him, why don't you just try just to be to motivational? Him. Yeah, why not? To, yeah, exactly. Just freaking pull him aside and say, hey, like, I know you're better than this. What's going on? Um, this yeah. Was, this was a conversation we had, not on podcast, but it was related to an episode that we already did. Oh, uh-huh. And it was, it was about that teacher that was super mean to me. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and uh, che- oh, yeah. Chelsea was kind of jamming me up a little oh, bit. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, Chelsea was kind of jamming me up a little bit, basically trying to dig into 
what I did to make this guy not like me, which, you know, whatever. She was just curious. She wanted to know about it, try to figure out if, if I was being a shit that was kind of like instigating the situation. And whether that was true or not, like if there was something I did that was like really bothering him, the, the thing that I'm super stuck on is that if you're a teacher, you need to fundamentally care about helping kids be better Mm -hmm. at stuff that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so that part's just kind of irrelevant, whether or not the kid instigated it. Because if teachers can't handle that, then like you stick a teacher in like a shitty district at a shitty school, because that's where all new teachers go. And if they don't care about making those kids better, then those schools will always stay shitty and those kids will have zero future. And uh, that's like like a big like topic of things that's going on right now. Some kids are disadvantaged just because they're kind of in a crappy neighborhood. And it's like if a teacher can't fundamentally get over themselves and just care about kids to make them better, then those neighborhoods will always suck. So I just think if you're going to be a teacher, you need to care about kids being better. And so this whole tactic of like, I'm going to give you a shitty grade to motivate you is so lazy. It's so lazy. And right. and honestly, you know, if you do that to a million kids, maybe one of them will try harder. Most of the rest are just going to be demoralized. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that part always, that whole conversation always bugged me. I always was like, that is so, that's the dumbest thing ever for a teacher to say. <laughs> I don't know. It's always bugged me. Anyway. Um Okay, so Gordo leaves the class and Lizzie and Miranda, since they were trying to listen in, they're right there. But anyway, he tells them that he's not, because old Lizzie's like, did you get an F on the project? You know, and he says he's not sure. And he says he thinks he still has a chance to get an A in the class. Um, He says Mr. Pettis doesn't hate him. And then he really quick, like, he's like walking away this whole time talking to them. And then he turns around and tells them, that the career aptitude test isn't the job that they're supposed to have. He just says it's something they're supposed to try. He said, we're supposed to try lots of different things and see what fits job-wise, I guess. Um, And this part's kind of funny to me. Are you going to say? I think that's bullshit, too. I think that that whole thing is bananas. What? The idea of making kids take an aptitude test and then just saying, oh, yeah, so you'll just go experiment. What's aptitude mean? Aptitude basically just means you have abilities. Hmm, okay. High aptitude basically just means you have the ability to do well. Okay. So I'm saying, like, that whole thing, like, let's do an aptitude test just so you'll experiment. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think whoever's writer for this episode got really lazy with uh, their take on academics. <laughs> I just thought this episode was really weird. All these weird things that intertwine. I feel like they're two different stories. I mean, just in the Lizzie part, not even regarding like the Matt thing. That's three different stories in this episode. But as far as the Lizzie stuff, there's like two different. It's like this whole weird thing with the aptitude test that Miranda, Gordo, and Lizzie are super hung up on. And then this whole other thing with like Gordo and the teacher. And I don't really get why they tried to like intertwine these stories because I don't think they go together at all. But um, anyways, I never, I don't get it, but whatever. Okay, so anyways, when Gordo says this to them about the career aptitude test, Miranda's like, what? Because he walks away and Lizzie says, um, I'm going to paraphrase this, but she says um, that it's like trying on a bare midriff top at the mall, even though you know your parents won't let you have it, but you have to get it out of your system. (laughs) <laughs> which I think is funny. 
is funny and still makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah. So Gordo's supposed to go be a blackjack dealer to get it out of his system. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so this is the end of the episode now. She's back at home. Everyone's eating dinner. And the parents are doing that thing where they're not responding to Matt unless they he says Dee or Mew Mew, <laughs> which, uh-huh. which is what he was doing to them the whole episode. So finally, Matt gets sick of this. He announces to everyone he'll take his name back. Um, and yeah, so... And everyone's, like, satisfied at the table. All the camera pans, like, to everyone's faces, and they're all happy. Um, okay, so... Everybody gets their name and a tasty dinner. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to just say this whole quote. This is all I was saying. This all kind of intertwines at the end here, but inner Lizzie says this at the end while they're all still, like, the camera still, you know, panning on them and dinner and stuff like that. So, inner Lizzie saying, I give mom and dad props for that one. They convinced Matt to take back his name without humiliating him and the whole time they respected his boundaries as an individual. As my mother likes to say, Matt was blissfully clueless, which is kind of what Mr. Pettis was doing to Gordo, which makes me wonder, what kind of Jedi mind tricks are my parents and teachers working on me? Oh well, I pretty much trust them. Maybe I'm better off not knowing. Okay, totally not the true that they, that they didn't humiliate Matt, because the whole thing that they're doing, he's trying to like, you know... And it'd be like a tougher, more distanced version of himself, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and, uh, then what they do is say, okay, well, cool. You can only refer to us to the names that you called us when you were a little baby. So he's trying to be like tough and they're like, okay, but you have to act like a little baby. So they, they totally are trying to humiliate him. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of get what you're saying. I get what Lizzie was saying though, too. Um, cause I think, well, cause their thing was like, we can't, we can't just tell him that we're not going to call him that. Or at least they were acting like that. Cause he was probably just going to just not keep not responding or keep being. So I think that, um, kind of what Lizzie's saying is they respected the fact that he wanted to be called M dog. And so they were honoring that and doing that still, but let him come to the conclusion on his own that he didn't want to be called that anymore um, without them having to force that upon him. Like, say, like, we're not going to call you that and you can't be called that. Oh, yeah. So, I think... It was totally mind tricks, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I, well, I think... I'm just saying that Lizzie's take on it was wrong. Okay. Because they were also humiliating him. Yeah. Well, they... I mean, I don't know if they would have won the battle if they would have picked names that he thought were cool. They kind of had to pick something that he would hate because... That's what he did. He picked a name they hated. And so I think that they had to find the equal to that because if they had badass names that he thought were cool, then he'd be like, cool, yeah, I'll call you whatever that is. So anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> getting to... See, this is what I'm saying, the B story. and <laughs> like this weird little thing at the end here because Lizzie like ties that all in. Because um, yeah, And then Lizzie says, and it's like what Mr. Pettis was doing to Gordo. <sighs> and humiliating him i was like i'm to get him to do something different see all these all all these adults she doesn't say humiliating she says i know i wasn't i'm saying that oh all these adults yeah yeah i don't think i ever had any um teachers do anything like that and i can't you know it's kind of like what lizzie says at the end I don't know if my parents played any Jedi mind tricks on me like that, that I, you know, that I missed. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm sure. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I've never had any teachers like that. My mom's pretty clever. She could have been tricking me from time oh, to time. Oh, I'm sure. 
And your mom's a teacher, or she was a teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> this episode's weird, because, yeah, I don't... Oh, I will say, I did try and... Or, I mean, sorry, not try. We did take the a career, like a similar kind of test to that in high school, though. I was going to ask. Oh, oh, really? You were going to ask me that? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm so bummed. I literally don't remember at all what I got. But I remember being surprised by it, and I don't know. It was just... Did you do anything like that? Aptitude test. The only one I remember doing was a military one. Yeah, it was kind of like that. The ASVAB. R-O-U. Put, yes, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember the, what I got. I think it had to do with, um, I don't remember, actually. See, I don't remember I don't think the thing like said what you were going to do at the end. It was literally just kind of like standardized testing, and they just graded you in specific areas. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I did really well on the mechanical comprehension one. What? Whoa. Surprise, surprise. I don't know. I did I did good on math and science, but I did really good on mechanical comprehension. So I did get a call from a recruiter after that. Oh, my God. And I was super psyched. Uh, the guy was not like a you know a salesperson you know like trying to push the issue mm-hmm. just like hey are you interested in uh being in whatever branch he was calling from I was like no man okay thanks see you later <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it dang i wish i remembered yeah oh well um but yeah other than that i can't really think of um things that yeah i really do Sorry. Hear that loud ass car, everyone? I hear it. I'm gonna murder someone one yeah. of these days. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. We're moving in two days. Two days. Two days. Two days. <sighs> two more sleeps. Um, okay, anyways. <laughs> you keep saying that. Two more sleeps. Well, because it's sleep, sleep, and like, oh, I don't know. The sleeping part's the bigger deal to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna have our own bedroom again? Yeah. Yeah, it's tight. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to think if there's anything uh, that I relate to. And I, I don't. I never had any teachers be like that. I, I mean, not that I had all the potential in the world, like Gordo. So um, I don't think I, um, Teachers definitely liked me. There's actually a part that we kind of skipped over that Lizzie says, because the teacher says some sort of joke and everyone's sitting there silently and inner Lizzie says... That she basically tries to laugh when teachers are trying to be funny because she feels bad for them. And I totally did that shit, too. Um, and, yeah, probably still do that to this day. To you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, That's you, why you, every day. I'm still living under the illusion. <laughs> that you're funny? Yeah. Oops. That you like me. <laughs> hey, like and think you're funny is different. That you listen when I talk. <laughs> I listen when you talk. But that doesn't mean you're funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, let's watch Vice get down from the tree thing. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just move on. Okay. So, um, unless there's something you can think of to add, did you have any experiences like that? Teachers be like that to you? No, it's kind of a rough episode. Yeah, it is. You know, really all the adults are like screwing with the kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess we wouldn't know, you know. And I'm also, like, beefing with uh, 
I guess, the writer's logic mm-hmm. and some of this stuff. Yeah, this episode I've never been a fan of, actually. Even when I was a kid, it's like, it's not like a staple in my head. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, it was always just kind of, eh, whatever, you know? Um, so, yeah. And there'll be more of those where, I mean, I there's I love all Lizzie episodes. I'll get that out there. But um, since I like them all so much, there are some that, you know, are just kind of, they fall a little short. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of them, but. All right, so now it's time for Ask Lizzie, <laughs> where we consult inner Lizzie through my Game Boy, Game Boy Advance SP. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're going to ask inner Lizzie a question. Um, my, you know, PFF Gabby, um, she submitted some questions and we're going to consult inner Lizzie for the answer. Don't worry, Gabby. We got you. Mm-hmm. Inner Lizzie says on here, what I'm seeing here on the little, the page that they have for this is, she's saying, go ahead, ask me a question. And on this front page here, it says, ask Lizzie a yes or no question and she will amaze you with her insight. So here we go. First question. Does the future look bright for 2021? All right, here we go. says yikes that one's definitely not definite oh let's ask another all right here we go number two do all of my co-workers secretly hate me (laughs) please you don't really want a yes to that anyway So the answer to the question is, Gabby, you secretly hate all of your co-workers. <laughs> That's what's really going on. So what's up with the genie music, by the way? I don't know. It's genie music, right? <laughs> I guess. Um, okay. Well, all right. And that was Ask Lizzie. There you go, Gabby. Now you know everything that you need to know. This is just my game music. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Inner Lizzie, for that insight. Thanks, Lizzie. Um, 2021 apparently isn't really looking that great. Um, but... But <sighs> now we know that Gabby hates her co-workers. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and since we're friends, Gabby, I hate them too. <laughs> yeah, let me know their names, mm-hmm. addresses. Uh, okay well um yeah let's wrap this up um was there anything else i want to add i don't think so yeah no okay um yeah i'm gonna try and make an email this week or maybe even tonight i don't know make an email so that i can maybe start asking people to submit questions for ask lizzie or um relatable stories to what we're talking about um next week we should or gabby and i will be covering the aaron carter christmas episode oh good leave me out of that i know i know um and so yeah i'm excited about that and yeah hopefully people don't mind the um the guest host episodes because i actually i want my sister to come out uh too to do one soon here and so yeah hopefully people don't mind when ryan doesn't appear um well, and kelly eventually too you've always talked about that oh yeah definitely want kelly kelly is your gordo 
I know. I know. Uh, I know. Me and Gabby, we really have been trying to get him to dress up as Gordo. And her and I were going to be Lizzie and Miranda for years. We've been trying that. And he always said no. And now, finally, he said he likes Gordo now because of the podcast. Hey. So I think now we'll get him to do that. Um, this whole podcast thing is oh, just a scheme. Yeah, just to Mind get Kelly games. to be. Uh-huh. On Kelly yep. to, mm-hmm. you know, have an epic Halloween we can't trio. Say, we can't say Kelly is my Gordo, though, because Kelly and, or sorry, Gordo and Lizzie end up like, or no, I don't know if they end up really liking each other. Kind of. Yeah, they end up liking each other at the end, so. So you dumping me for Kelly? Yeah, really? This whole podcast is like the end of the podcast is actually going to be our big breakup, the big reveal that yeah. Kelly and I are going to pursue (laughs) so am i ethan craft or fucking uh tanny dessler you would definitely be ethan craft i mean you just talk shit on danny kessler this whole time why would you be danny kessler well obviously i don't have a choice in the matter well ethan craft is the honk that everyone wants and likes so well after candy dessler disappears yeah yeah true yeah i don't know I guess I've been around for a little while. And he plays water polo in real life, and you played water polo. Yeah, I've been around for a little while, <laughs> so it, based on longevity alone, I guess I have to be Ethan Craft. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, sorry, Ryan. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Kelly is, like, the perfect Gordo. Um, <laughs> Kelly's the best. Kelly is the best. We love Kelly. We've talked about him a lot on here, or not a lot, but quite a few times people are probably like okay we get it yeah you like kelly okay everybody likes kelly yeah what if we get kelly on here that'd be really fun though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i do kind of have this dream though and this will never happen i kind of have this dream to have like a bonus episode where ryan and his brother <laughs> just talk about i would love if you attempted to recap a fucking Lizzie episode with him <laughs> because i know it would because yeah I, I joke a lot that i don't think ryan's very funny and that's actually kind of true that i don't think ryan's very funny <laughs> but ryan and eric that's his brother's name have very similar humor <sighs> yeah and so i kind of think it'd be interesting to hear you guys attempt to talk about the show because you both have zero interest in it on your own so it would just be really funny to me like you doing what i do and trying to like talk about it and then you two just talking about it it could be the strangest thing that ever happened yeah my my brother kind of has two general modes one is the quiet stoic mm-hmm, mode mm-hmm. and the other one is total Super mayhem silly, yeah. yeah he's he's bananas like his <laughs> his sense of humor is completely off the wall yeah um so either the episode will be five minutes of me trying to get conversation to go and then it ends <laughs> Or it's going to be 45 minutes of oh, my brother being completely bananas. Yeah, yeah, who knows. Yeah, that would be really fun to me, though. But anyways, that's a pipe dream there. Anywho, okay. Yeah, so, like I guess I was just saying, I do plan on having more guest hosts, and I hope people are, are cool with that. Um, I think it's fun changing it up a little bit, but it gives Ryan a little break, too. To not have to talk about Lizzie sometimes. But okay. Thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. You'll be back next week. Oh, I'll be back. You're right, you're right. I'm not missing it. I'll be back next week. 
Okay, this has been Chelsea. And Ryan. And like Gordo says, I'd rather be a good person than look good in a picture.